She always disappeared at those times, but she usually came back a few days later, riding a high of scientific accomplishment, the way a manic depressive rode a high of dopamine. Only this time it had been weeks. Annie still hadn't crawled out from her lab, and she looked a long way from giddy with intellectual triumph. She looked almost haunted. Annie's interest in science had always bordered on the obsessive, so it wasn't the disappearance or the single-mindedness that worried Sam. Her friend had been that way ever since grade school, which was about how long Sam had been nagging Annie to take a break now and then. Usually, even when she was in the midst of one of her experimental breakthroughs, and Sam came to drag her back to the world of the living, Annie would kick and scream, but then spend hours describing her work to Sam in loving detail. This time, Annie hadn't said a word. If it weren't for the fact that she hadn't left the lab in two weeks, Sam would have shrugged off her worry and gotten on with her life. But Annie remained silent and didn't even mention the words data or p-value. It was creepy. Not that it did Annie any good to try to explain her work. The length of time Sam had been trying to drag her friend out of her lab coat was also how long it had been since the two of them had shared a classroom. While Sam had struggled to master the intricacies of long division, Annie had been skipping grades like boxes on a hopscotch board. At fifteen, she had landed herself in the biochemistry department at Columbia University. She'd gotten her Ph.D. at twenty-one. Her first Ph.D. She had two now, one in biochemistry and the other in molecular biology. Sam was lucky her bachelor's from CUNY hadn't been snatched out of her hand, rolled into a tube, and used by her professors to whack her a few times over her nose. An intellectual, she wasn't. Which... Sam figured ruefully. She should have thought of before she tried to lecture Annie on vitamin deficiencies. And Sam still didn't have an answer to the question she had come here to ask. Time for a change of tactics. Where humor hadn't worked, maybe pity would. Or guilt. Annie, come on. Your mother is worried about you. And if that weren't bad enough, she's given up trying to reach you and turned on me instead. If I don't bring her proof of your continued health and well-being, I think she's going to challenge me. Sam watched her friend's face for any sign of weakening. And you know what? I think she could take me. Don't be ridiculous. My mother is almost thirty years older than you, and she hasn't issued a dominance challenge in decades. Annie popped the fourth and last tube free and withdrew the needle, pressing a gauze pad against the puncture mark. Her movements remained as brisk and competent as always, but the shadows in the back of her eyes didn't escape the notice of someone who knew her better than a sibling. She hasn't had to. There isn't a lupine in Manhattan who would be willing to accept one. We know when to show our bellies, sweetheart. Annie's pen didn't even pause as she labeled the tubes. I've never seen you show your belly to anyone, Samantha. Not even Graham. Samantha felt her eyebrows shoot up. You think I'd defy the alpha of the Silverback clan? Do I look suicidal to you? I can assure you the only reason our pack leader hasn't seen my belly is because he's never asked to. But I still do my crunches every day just in case. Right. 
Annie turned away so abruptly she banged her hip into the counter and sent the vials of blood skittering toward the floor. Sam's hand shot out and caught them before they had time to fall more than two or three inches. All right, that does it, she growled, slapping the vials back onto the counter with restrained ferocity. Guilt could go screw itself. She switched to threats. You seriously need to tell me what's going on with you, Annie, before I tell your mother to come down here and find out for herself. With both her palms noticeably shaking pressed to the cool countertop, Annie bent forward and shook her head. I can't. Why the hell not? Sam figured she probably looked as confused as she sounded. She could feel herself scowling. I'm your best friend. You told me when you had your first change, your first period, and your first orgasm. What could you possibly have to say that would freak?